Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. the Nutramedical Report. We have a wide range of experts on. One of my very top experts in law and a prosaglitigant course called How to Win in Court Jurisdictionary is Dr. Fred Graves, J.D. And he has a talent. He has a talent of boiling things down to a rule book less than the rule book for baseball. And a course that's literally 24 hours. If you spend 24 hours, you can get a certificate to show you're a prosaglitigant expert. And this legal system, by the way, doesn't just work in America. It works in, I think, over 50 countries that have legal systems that are British-based, including even communist China and Russia. So, uh, Dr. Fred, uh, I'd like to ask you right off the top, because you know some of the people in the Supreme Court, you've seen the panoply of conspiracies and evil in America in the legal system. Uh, The fact is that this kid, Cruz, uh, should have been picked up by the legal system, should have been picked up by the police and the intel agencies, should have been picked up by the school nurse and others, we have a situation where there apparently was a deal made six years ago between the Broward County Sheriff's Department and the school to get federal money for reducing crime. Um, if you were to look at solutions to the situation, and not just there, I, I was the exit examiner for the Merrill Building. I took care of the first kid shot in Columbine. And this pattern, it's like, you know, I learned an emergency from a nurse 45 years ago when I was just in medical school that. One time something happens, you can call it an accident. The second time it's an on purpose, and the third time it's a conspiracy. So, uh, wh- you know, obviously you have a legal mind. There's legal solutions to some of this, at least part of it. Uh, what do you think of what's going on? Well, there's no solution for the 17 victims or their families. Uh, I think the, the conspiracy is a conspiracy of ignorance. Uh, we, we don't have, I mean, we've had computers for a very long time. I built my first computer with a soldering iron in 1977. <laughs> and for the, past, yeah. for the past 20 years, we've had the ability to integrate all these systems, all these databases together. Right. And for that not to have taken place, it's criminal. 
Right. That could have taken place. It could have blown whistles and things could have been done. They were not done, but I think it's a conspiracy of ignorance. I I don't I, I can't bring myself to think that anybody would be so evil as to uh you know, purposely allow something like that to happen. I just don't think so. But I do think there's an awful lot of ignorance at the top. United States Supreme Court, Florida Supreme Court, uh, legal education in this country is a non-entity and getting worse by the minute. Right. And I think it's our biggest our biggest enemy, Dr. Bill, I think is not people as it is just ignorance. Exactly. In fact, you, you told me a few weeks ago when we were talking about it and we had you on the air about a week or so ago that you had someone who wanted to contribute some money to get the training into middle school. And if we get into middle school across the country, and middle school people, before they go off to technical school or high school or university, have basic legal training, a lot of these things that we see happen wouldn't happen, just simply because people would know how to operate the law, how to restrain lawyers, how to make sure that the local sheriff's department's operating within the law. Uh, they apparently reduce the crime statistics by scamming the statistics to get federal money. So there's a lot of people that are accountable here but really the underlying thing comes back as i said there's the three boxes there's the witness box right the voting box and if those don't work we go to the cartridge box in civil war and unfortunately because we're not dealing with the legal issues we're eventually going to head toward another civil war down the road aren't we we can see the balkanization where if you disagree with somebody uh, on the, uh, the left disagrees with somebody on the right say going to university they think they have the right to punch you in the, in the face or to throw you out of the university or to hurt you and even say horrible things like that representative of the NRA that she should, she's a murderer and she should die. I mean, right on the stage. And these are supposedly rational people. And it, they all, it all comes down to the fact without the proper operation of the law, these things are going to happen, aren't they? Well, I think they're going to happen no matter what we do, but we can certainly attenuate the, the, the severity and the frequency of the happening. Oh, yeah, well, we can. Right, I think that's level number one. Level number two, I agree with Trump that they need hard in the schools, but need proper, let's say, veterans or people that will use it, don't just have a gun. Uh, and then secondly, we have to have, you know, visual uh, IDs, so they, the only people in the school are white people are they're reasonable. And they need to not just prosecute kids to put them in jail, put them into a mental institution. This kid should have been taken, given help. He wasn't given help. And even his adoptive parents tried to pretend they didn't know what was wrong with him. So I see a failure on every level, including the new adoptive parents. Um, but really, we have a failure. We have a hardening of civilization too. It's so easy to blame. It's so so easy to blame the perpetrator of, of that horror. There's no doubt about that. But, right. You know, somewhere along the line, somebody dropped the ball. Somebody didn't. You know, I'm not trying to, to excuse what he did. I never would no, think no, of no. that. But somewhere along the line, someone dropped the ball well, and was not there for him and and left him in the lurch, along with tens of thousands of other people who feel disenfranchised, who feel lost, who feel separated from the system, who feel like the system is not there for them. And so, well, when you don't that, feel that the system is there for you, you find the system as an enemy. And you act as if it were an enemy, and the fault is ours. 
Well, the thing is, uh, a lot of it is the cowardice of the people in the healthcare professionals, the school nurse, the sheriff's department, etc. When I worked in emergency department, I had people try to attack me physically, attack a bad idea because I'm really strong. I remember back in emergency when I was a medical student, a guy tried to punch me out, and I hit him so hard, I literally lifted him up over, over the gurney to the other side of the floor, knocked him out, and he got a fractured skull because he was trying to literally hammer me into the ground. I remember people pulling switchblades and shot off shotguns. Another thing they had under the pillows to try to see if they can take care. I remember breaking arms right off at the shoulder. And when people were psychotic like this kid, I would call the the local psychiatric team of really big orderlies. They'd grab him, put him in a posy jacket, give him a shot of antipsychotic, and he was off to the psychiatric hospital. No ifs, ands, or buts. And he wasn't able to get anything more sharper than a straw, let alone a dinner knife. So the fact that this kid was failed, they even started closing the psychiatric hospitals in the 90s here in America. It's crazy. And we have society also. I remember taking care of the people that had Atari at the Air Force Academy because I was an Air Force Academy civil aviation doctor for decades. And I can tell you, well, for decades, but a couple of years at the Air Force Academy. And I remember having taken care of these pilots and, and gotten top guns. The psychologists there were afraid that when they'd use the Air Force Academy training with Atari, they couldn't turn off the kill reflex. So we have a hardened society that has violent movies. We have violent video games. We have kids that are on SSRI drugs that de-repress them. We have family breakdown with no responsibility. And we have illegal drugs. What do you expect? You add that soup together, and you're going to have crazy kids that are not being taken care of. This kid should have had care not to become a killer. Right? Years ago. Years, years ago. And years, again, years and this, is, this is Christian compassion. We're losing our Christian compassion for each other, including other people, whatever, in the nation, especially our kids where parents are disconnected, the illegal drugs are coming in, they're seeing violent video games. How many kids literally develop neuropathies from sitting so long playing video games, they actually get nerve damage? And what I see happening is a society that's losing it. They don't have a Christian kind of basis, even if they go to church. They're not real Christians, or what I call. They slather over their satanic ideas with Christianity. Uh, Christianity means taking responsibility. That means legal responsibility. So everybody out there listening should get this course, How to Win in Court. If they go to the shop, they can get it under Diagnostics and Therapeutics link or down to the special link for How to Win in Court Jurisdictionary. If you're not a legal activist, you're not a citizen. You're just passively waiting for things to maybe be okay and somebody else to take responsibility, aren't you? Well, I think most people think that, you know, court is for, you know, healing things that are harming you. They don't realize that they can change the school system. Uh, you know, a group of individuals here in Martin County, Florida, could very easily go to the school system, take them to court, and change the curriculum. Right. Change the curriculum. It could happen right. in Chicago. It could happen in Indianapolis. It could happen where you live. But right. they won't do it because they think that it's going to cost too much money. They have to hire a lawyer and so forth and so on. And the reality is it's not that hard. It's, it isn't rocket science or different. Right. So, so the Broward County parent that stood up and said his daughter took eight bullets on the third floor, he should be a proponent of your course to fix the system so it doesn't happen again. Dr. Fred, uh, I, I want to 
would strongly encourage people, you know, uh, it's like when people are, let's say they're diabetic, and they won't stop eating candy and sugar. They won't go and uh, take the nutraceuticals that are going to reverse their insulin resistance. They won't take antioxidants to stop heart disease. And the, the real antidote here is legal. It, it's not just going in a lawsuit, let's say, after Broward County Sheriff's or the school district or even the FBI. It's fixing the underlying thing, which is the fourth branch of government is us. If we are legal activists, yeah. So, yeah, if we are legal activists, these kinds of things and many other variations won't happen. I'll give an example. Let's say we take totally away from the gun thing. We're going to foods. Uh, my son is a master chef, and so he wants to make some really good bread. He has to get either organic flour that's not been sprayed with any glyphosate Roundup, or he has to order flour from Europe where it's against the law. Right? So you won't get poisoned. Well, the same thing goes here. The corruption in government and regulatory agencies that have musical chairs is the same reason why this happened in Broward County. It's the same reason why we have poisoned food, toxic drugs, and health care that doesn't work that costs a lot of money. For the money we spend on health care, we're like 38th or 39th in terms of mortality rate compared to other nations, even small little nations. The reason is... We, we buy a pig and a poke, and it's because we're not legally active. We tolerate things that shouldn't be tolerated. Where the Supreme Court makes decisions, or the other minor courts, like the Ninth Circuit Court, where judges and, and attorneys literally built their customers and really don't want to deal with real issues, or they make backroom deals. And the fact is, if you knew the course, even if you have an attorney, you got a choke chain on them, but if you do it yourself, in many cases, you can do the actions or groups of parents. Like this group of parents shouldn't try to hire a bunch of big shot lawyers. They should pro se litigant act it themselves, shouldn't they? They should take this course. These Broward County uh, families have lost kids. Take this course. Find out what the legal issues are, which is, as I say, you've said repeatedly, the rules of the court are less than the rules of baseball. And get the rules of evidence and then get the, the actual facts as to what they want to proceed with. And it's not just a matter of prosecuting an individual like Israel, the Broward County Sheriff, or the FBI officer that screwed up. The system screwed up because we're not active. Isn't that right? That is entirely correct. Right. It's like, it's like telling people, you know, if you want to get healed from a certain condition and they don't listen, it's like, uh, and then when people, they get in panic state, they think, well, rush in and, and take away everybody's guns. I mean, that's irrational. It's irrational. It's not the solution to the problem. In fact, uh, I'm certain that the criminals and the illegals, three of the guns this little crazy maniac kid had were illegal. So he couldn't have got bought them anyway through a gun store. So, uh, and if he couldn't get a gun, he would have made bombs. He would have got bomb materials, or he would have done something else. You know, uh, uh, I, I think we, yeah. we, it's a society that doesn't take responsibility. We see parents that don't take responsibility. These adopted parents, apparently the father was some kind of intel agent that worked with the FBI, this adopted father. How could he not know that his kid had a gun case with a lock on it? How could he not know that he had like 39 or 49 visits from from the police and from you know health care because the kid was dangerous making death threats and putting guns in people's heads it's a lack of responsibility it's lack of responsibility for people to even read the instruction the, the ingredients on our food for example why is MSG in our food It's because they don't give a damn and the drug companies get away with murder by putting out toxic drugs hey it only killed 68,000 people we're still making quarterly profits and it's a legal problem that's behind all of it isn't it 
It is. And the ignorance of judges and the fact that we've gotten away from the fundamental principles that should be guiding the decisions of justices, and they don't follow the rules anymore, and when the leaders don't follow the rules, the people perish. Exactly. And so the, the root of the tree is... <laughs> you want to blame other things like a branch. This branch up here, this sheriff, Israel, screwed up. Cutting off the branch by firing him doesn't fix it. Getting at the root, which is legal, can fix it, right? The, the root of that tree that's literally feeding on disruption and corruption and paybacks and other crap, that's what's the real problem. And the, and the fact, for example, I'll give an example. State licensing authorities go after specific doctors because they're competing with other doctors that are tied with a board of examiners in their state. I've seen it in Colorado. I remember talking to one of my neurosurgery friends, and she was one of the, the, the primary trainers of doctors at the uh, University of Colorado in neurosurgery. And she knew that she could not perform certain procedures because of the lawsuits launched by predatory attorneys against her uh, for accidents that happened or things that happened in a case because she'd been in practice so long. So she couldn't do procedures, even though she was the head professor of the neurosurgery department of the University of Colorado. This is the kind of stuff that goes on because of the misjudgments and the misactions of the law and the fact that citizens become victims because they're not active. It's like going out into a playing field where everybody has some, a sharp implement and they're playing a game, you know, like these ancient games that the uh, Mayans did where they play these games, and at the end of the game they kill one of the team members or whatever. Uh, this is what's happening in our society. These kids are just a byproduct of a sick system, aren't they? Well, they're a byproduct of an education system that has failed. When I was a little boy, we had education. Our teachers right. were not, they, they weren't babysitters. Our teachers were teachers. We learned. Oh, yeah. Back in the 40s. Right. Same thing with me in the 50s. Uh, 40s. Yeah, I was in the school in the 50s. I was, <laughs> I can't remember these teachers when I was in private Catholic school or later on in other schools. And in middle school and high school, our uh, guidance counselor people wouldn't put up with crap. I mean, they put a headlock on you if they thought you were trying to kill other kids or hurt other kids with a broken bottle or bring a weapon into school. Uh, and you'd have the police grab that kid, and he'd be in a posy jacket with an antipsychotic in his rump. Before you knew it, he'd be out to the psych ward, and he wouldn't be getting out early. It'd be 30-day evaluation. And if he was proved to be dangerous to the community, he wouldn't get near a dinner knife. I don't understand this. It's human nature to blame somebody else. And when our society finally collapses and they have gone for the cartridge box and we have violence in the streets everywhere in this country, then it will be the American people who will have blood on their hands. It won't be the bar. It won't be the doctors. It will be the American people for doing nothing. Exactly. It really is that issue, isn't it? If, for example, all these parents of these kids that lost kids in the last 10 years had taken your course and were doing closely letting an action, found out the school had done something to make a deal between the Broward County Sheriff's Department and the schools so they could reduce the registered crime rate to get federal money, they would have gone ballistic if they were legal and they could have taken an action without having an expensive attorney. The biggest problem right now is the attorneys and the legal actions, and even the actions of the judges are often anemic. They don't want to deal with stuff. For example, I don't know if this is correct or not, what they did, but the Supreme Court said they're not going to hear the thing about DACA. They're going to leave it to the lower courts. Is that a good idea or not? Um, you know, is, should that be the case? Because I honestly think that the DACA issue is trying to jump the line of Ill illegal immigration. They can renew their immigration status as long as they've not committed a crime, they won't get deported. But what I see happening is 
misactions at every level of the legal system. And, you know, I, I've, as, as an expert witness, as a person who's taken courses at Stony Brook and the Abemi American Board of Independent Medical Examiners have been in the legal system for years, I could probably go back to law school in a couple of years and get a law degree. I can tell you what I see happening is obscene. And I don't know anywhere near what you know, and I've taken your course. Man, if if they were doctors, all their patients would die. How's that? <laughs> well, if these lawyers were doctors, they'd be a killing machine. <laughs> what do you think? How to win in court. Go to NutriMedical.com, get the course, get educated, get involved, take responsibility. some more fundamental issues of how we've strayed away from Judeo-Christian ethics and the reason why our country's lost. And you wrote a book called God Who, and uh, this is an interesting uh, thesis behind it. I'd like you to expand it. I just ordered the book on your recommendations. I want to read the kind of the thing. It says, God Who, question mark, a paradigm for religious tolerance. And uh, you have the candle on the paperback, or the paperback on your recommendation. What do all the world's religions believe about God? As it turns out, there's a lot of agreement. And that agreement offers answers to the world's problems today, a bridge for world peace. The book explores what people believe about God and the people problems that interfere with our finding more agreement and building that world of peace men and women have dreamed of since the time began. A Paradigm for Religious Tolerance, a book for this age, an easy read exploiting the depths of the age-old question, God who? And, um, and this is part of the problem with America, religious tolerance issues uh, and the lack of agreement on Judeo-Christian principles that are basically not only common sense. Or I said, yeah, I'd like to use this a little analogy, a little paradigm. You can't do good unless you do God. How's that? Well, if you believe God is a... Is is what is what's painted on the the roof of the Sistine Chapel? If that's what you think God is, it's not too hard to disbelieve. Right. But if you understand what Paul said to the men of Athens about the God in whom we move and live and have our being, the God in whom we move and live and have our being, right? The one who who is inside you, making your heartbeat right now, making right. blood course through your cells. Right. That is what God is. Right. We, 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 we've allowed the religious people and the eschatologists and the theologists and all of these people who hold themselves out as being smarter than the people they keep down, the Nicolaitans that want to rule the laity. That's what that's what that means in in the second chapter of Revelation. Those that are listening right. that that care that really do care. Is there anybody listening who cares? Right. I don't know. Apparently, there aren't too many people that really care. At least half the people listening to us right now have an IQ less than 100, because that's the average is 100. Right. The reality is that God is something that the people do not understand because the churches have hidden the truth from them or the churches don't know. So they picture this man with a white beard pulling strings, and they know that's not possible. 
Right. So we now live in this world of, of, <laughs> of, of cosmology and, and quantum physics that doesn't even make sense. It, 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 even, even Hawking said, I don't, I don't understand it. Even Einstein said, any day anybody can prove me wrong. It's just a bunch of math. And, and in the meantime, the whole concept that God rewards good, there's no question about that. Anybody that's lived very long knows if you do good, good happens to you. If you do bad, bad happens to you. That's what God is. That's how God operates. And we've got people out there, the fool said in his heart, there is no, there is no God. It's because he doesn't understand. God is not someone on a cloud up there pulling strings. God is everywhere. God is complete. God is incarnate. God is God is real. God is truth. God is yeah, love. It, it, you and know, I, I don't understand that because I, it's so absolutely inured in this bilk that is being fed to them. The pablum from the pulpit has got to stop, and I don't know how to stop it. I've tried. For, right. Well, you, sometimes you. Well, sometimes you can use. Sometimes you can use metaphors, jokes, music, whatever. I like to refer to God, you know, he's the God of eternity. How about internity? In other words, he's in everything. How about God allows everything to exist by his various presence? Then you realize the omniscience of God. To God, there is no past or future. To God, everything is now. When you start to grasp that, like he said in the book of Job, my ways are higher than your ways. Even when he's referring to Satan who's coming about you, what are you doing, Satan? I'm going back and forth to mankind trying to accuse God, saying, look at your servant Job. And what really the issue is, you can't do good unless you do God, which is eternal, ever-present, and to God there is no past or future. Everything to him is now. And the fact is, the marriage supper of the Lamb, which is coming after a time of great troubles that's going to happen on earth, is a marriage of the eternal one with the temporal in a marriage supper where the descendants of mankind that are saved and have not only a spiritual grounding but a legal grounding on how to have a civilization won't have pestilence, war, poisonous foods, and, and all the other things that shorten man's lifespan so we can have the years of Methuselah return. There'll be a world where the indwelling of God is in everyone and no one is capable of doing evil because you can only do good when you do God. And every other form, including beautiful things, which are done in the will of, the, of, the, of your own self, is always evil by definition. And that's what Satan told Eve, is that do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. I mean, don't people get that? Well, God's in them now, they just don't know it. Right. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Unbelievably yeah. simple if you see it the way I see it. Now, what you've done, you're a great teacher, not just of the law, but principles behind the proper operation of the law. And your books, of course, you've got uh, the God Who. You have the book also, Word War. I have the Word War book here now, and I'm going through that. I have the paperback version so I can pass it to my wife and others. Um, what people don't understand is the law was supposed to be based on Judeo-Christian principles, which were given to Moshe and to the ancient prophets, because... The ever-present one was the author. The writers were just the scribes. People need to get that. Even when, when I do things, which people say, oh, that was really good what you did, Eagle. I'm just the bait bucket guy, and so are you. We're carrying the bait for God. You're carrying the bait of your course. You're carrying the bait of these books to say, do you want to have a relationship with God? Do you want the indwelling of the internal one, I call it instead of eternal one, the internal one who makes you, not only you don't have to go to heaven when you die, Heaven starts the day, the day you serve God, both legally, spiritually, compassionate with others, even praying for people to do evil to you. I pray for Hillary Clinton and John Podesta. It either begins, 
It either begins today or doesn't begin at all, Dr. Bill. Exactly. So heaven starts today, and hell becomes heaven to those who are not saved when the body drops away. That's it. If you want to encapsulate the whole gospel, it's that Jesus said uh, the marriage supper of the Lamb is when God internally occupies every man, woman, and child, and things like this shooting don't happen. We don't need to have all these other institutions because we have God indwelling with us, and our behavior is totally ruled by God and not by man and what is right in our own eyes. Well, then how do you stop the churches from teaching the pabulum that they teach? You have to go. You have to go. You have to go beyond it because I think the public churches will be the seat of the Luciferic cabal, the great deception that talks about the Bible. Before the great and terrible day of the Lord says, "I shall send a famine, not a famine of bread and water, but a famine of the speaking of the word." See, the word is the truth in the Bible that you have in your books, but it's also the truth of the word, which is us, the believers, who understand. If you don't have a relationship with God, that's why Jesus said, "You know, they will in that day." It says. That have I not cast out demons in your name? Have I not done good works in your name? And God will say, get away from me, you doer of evil. I know you not. In other words, if you don't have a relationship, you're not God's child. You're not God's son. You're not the representative of God in eternity or on the temporal. And that's why civilization is heading toward catastrophe. And it doesn't matter what so-called religion they have, whether it's Christianity, Buddhism, whatever. If there's no relationship with the eternal one, you're you're already dead. You just haven't had the final, you know, chiseling of the initials on your tombstone, both physically and spiritually. And that's what's happening legally. Why this happened in Broward County, and why things are going bad in our country, and why we, you know, had let Obama sequester our military and not properly support them, and why we're tolerating countries like North Korea, and we're not really legally hitting China hard to stop them from helping North Korea by doing transfers of oil and and coal, is we don't care someday if a city like, uh, let's say, uh, Sacramento is blown up by a nuclear bomb from from Kim Jong Un. We don't care if more kids die in future kill cool shootings. We don't care. If someone brings a nuke in in a, in a container and blows up an entire city or an airport, like you know O'Hara Airport or uh, the airport in Hartsfield Airport in Atlanta, we don't care. That's the fact. Because if we cared and we actually had God in us, we wouldn't do it, would we? We wouldn't be a side. We'd be the. Is it say if we are salt and light? You know what use are we if we have no savor? If we have no salt in us anymore, right? You're bringing the salt back with your books. Word war. Thank you, brother. God, oh, you're bringing the salt back, aren't you? Trying. Trying your best. We're going to help you. Let's put it this way. Let's say you were a cardiologist. You're not. You're not just getting back to the. You're getting back to the mitochondria of how the heart contracts. You're getting how the conduction pathways actually allow your blood vessels to contract in response to that first shearing force to allow the blood to flow to the tissues and deliver oxygen and nutrients. So you're getting back to the spiritual roots of why there's even the legal system and how it only operates when we do. We let God do in us. His work, his works, and we have to. And basically, yeah. if you're a real believer, you desire to do it because you want to please God. You don't do it to get points to say, "Hey." I, in other words, one thing that I've learned, and it, particularly in the last year, I learned there's nothing I can do to be good. 
But if I do the will of God, he'll consider it good because he's already paid the ultimate sacrifice, which is Yeshua HaMashiach, the Father in the flesh. And we can't make ourselves better. This is one of the things that religion tries to teach. I call real lies going on. It tries to teach if you do this and this and this and this, you got a formula, whether sacraments or priestcraft or whatever, Hey, you're good enough. God will kind of look and say, you're pretty good. Uh, the latest I've heard is craziness from the Vatican that even accepts atheists and people from other religions like animus because, hey, they're nice enough people. They're pleasant enough people. You have them over for dinner. they got to get into heaven. I'm thinking, you got to be kidding. If they're not doing the will of God, they're not his children. And, that's what's, and they have to desire to do it. You see, if there's no internal desire, then, you know, it's... Then, and that's why our legal system is falling apart, because we're becoming a post-believing, post-subservient to the will of God nation. See, most people don't realize the reason the, the Constitution of America was different, and ancient Israel was different. There are only two nations in history like this. Our rights came from our Creator God, but you have to understand our Creator is in us and gave us the rights to delegate it to our legal people and to our political people. But if we don't believe that God is the author of all that, the whole legal system falls apart. Because it's based on us having rights given by God, not by our legal system or an attorney or a judge or a Supreme Court or a constitution in Canada or Britain or anywhere else, which is not godly. We have the only one in, in modern history that has a godly constitution, don't we? I've been preaching this for over 40 years. Right. I honestly think, though, here, here's their frustration of mine, and I came to the realization last year that until God prepares the soil upon which the seeds of our truth is planted, it's not going to take root and grow. And, and I honestly think they, that this year, this year is a year, you know, have you ever been to a delivery room, and I'm sure you have, because you have kids and grandkids, whatever, but if you've ever been there, and I've delivered to a lot of people, okay, <laughs> and you're there, if you don't have earplugs, you're going to lose some hearing, because when that woman starts screaming, because they've got giant contractions, which is one of the most painful things you can ever have, I'm going to tell you, the birth pangs are going to hit this year. Stuff's going to happen. It says, Jesus said, and that day, the people will literally cry out to the, to the high priest, the one who has the truth, like yourself, you're a high priest giving salt back and light back to the people, and they'll hold that titi or the prayer shawl and the tassel and beg to know what's next and how to get to a place where they feel hope. Because this society is hopeless. That's why that kid did that murder. In fact, the public defender said something very profound. She said, this kid feels the pain of the families. How can a kid hearing voices of demons that commits mass murder feel the pain of the families? That's because... He is, is there's still a small voice inside him that this is wrong, what you did, but he's hearing a demonic voice because we allowed it. We allowed it. Isn't that awful? Cool enough. Yeah, it's so disgusting. And our society is to blame with violent video games, violent culture, and no care about this kid. Even the adopted parents didn't catch him. The, oh, we didn't know that we had a monster in our home. What do you mean? And the Broward County Sheriff says, well, I didn't know that my sheriffs didn't have to go in there and they didn't want to go in there. He had the the school coach that had a gun and whatever, and the three guys outside, you're kidding me. And they didn't go in there for the minutes where he was out there shooting like a maniac. And then he comes out in the, in the, and she says, says this, this public defender, this kid is a broken person. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Is this sad? It's not just the sadness of all the death and destruction he did. It's the sadness that we abandoned this kid to let him become a monster. 
And then the parents don't even say, well, we didn't recognize we had a monster in our home. What a sick society we are. And it's because we don't have the indwelling of God in each of us. And unfortunately, 78% of Americans call themselves Christians and go to church. They go to church all right, but they don't have God in them. If they had God in them, this wouldn't happen, would it? We wouldn't have crazy political ideas and crazy things like abortion. I know, but lay the, root, lay the axe to the root of the tree. They're not taught the mystery of the gospel that Paul talks about. No. They're not taught that from the pulpit. My, my wife and I went to church a couple weeks ago, and, and, and she's very, very, very clear about all of this. And we got up to leave, and she said, Christ was not here today. No. That's, a, that's, a, that's sad, isn't it? A bunch of philosophy, a bunch of eschatology, a bunch of theology, a bunch of doctrine, a bunch of, you know, you should live your life this way, that'll please God. That's nonsense. God pleases God. You know, right. I, I read yeah, one, yeah. one place, a person, someone, oh, listen to me, someone said one time, they said, you know, God is the playwright, God is the stage, God is the actors, God is the audience. Yeah. God does all this for himself. Yeah, yeah, it's all God yeah. is in favor. God well, is in charge. Either it's all grace or it's not grace at all. And if it's yeah. not grace, it's not God. Right. And the point is, uh, neither you or I, even with all the great things you've done in your course, all the things I've done that are so-called good, I don't qualify for heaven. I qualify for one thing. If I'm subservient to God, he condescends to mankind to say, I've sent my son to die in your place. So I can condescend to power wash off the sin if you hear and do Shema, my will. I want to power wash off the evil. You cannot make yourself good enough for God. And people don't get that. And all these churches are preaching all these lies that, hey, do ceremony XYZ, paint fences for your friends, be a real nice person, you know, uh, give you know, alms to the poor, do you know, like the Muslims do. No, none of those things are going to get you closer to God unless it's God's will that tells you by doing certain things are going to make your relationship firstly with him better. And then it has a secondary effect on the people around you, whether it's legal action like you become a pro se litigant or taking responsibility in your schools or these parents, if they knew this deal was going on for six years, they would have stopped it. And the, and the Broward County Sheriff's would have been in the building and killed this kid. But before that, this kid should have never gotten this far. He should have gone to a psychiatric institution to get help. And I'll guarantee you, in that Broward County, that was not the only kid that was a, a potential shooter. I guarantee if you actually did research, you'd find across this country thousands of kids, especially there was apparently a, a little Hispanic uh, uh, girl uh, who actually made a similar claim just yesterday and got arrested, and she's a DACA kid, and they arrested her because she's going to kill you all in the school. So there's a lot of what you call Me Too copycats out there that are similarly abandoned, mentally ill, and sick. And they don't have Jesus in them, so they're not going to be restrained from doing bad stuff. They don't have parents that care or school system or health care professionals or whatever they care. They don't have Jesus in their community, so that's why we're at risk. We're at ri- and if civilization ever does crash from an economic crash or an EMP weapon or a nuke or whatever, our civilization will consume itself. The, the, you know, the Stone Age will be like the Sandals Resort compared to the evil and the vileness that will happen in this country. Cannibalism, violence, well, let's hope death. It yeah, well, let's hope it doesn't. Let's, let's hope it doesn't. Uh, yeah, but it will only start if people get real with God. You know, they think That's if they just take a legal action against... Then the yeah. problem is in the pulpits. The, the, let ju- 
judgment began at the house of God, is what my Bible says. I don't know what yours says. No, no, absolutely. Judgment began at the house of God. And people that I have met over my, people that I've met for my 75 years have, have, are afraid to challenge the pulpit. They're afraid well, the pulpit. to challenge the pulpit. <laughs> Luther wasn't afraid. Actually, they're not preaching from the pulpit. They're preaching from the latrine. How's that? Well, they're preaching what they they were told to preach. Right. They're preaching that there's a formula to be good enough for God. Hey, if you do these things, if you get baptized in the Catholic Church, if you take the host, if you take the Lent and you don't have alcohol or certain foods for 45 days, you're good. If you don't eat meat, you just have fish on certain days, you're good. If you're a Buddhist, if you're this or that, there's a formula for natives or Santeria, Satanists, or even ones that are doing animal sacrifice. There's a formula for everybody to become good enough for whatever their, quote, God is. Right? You're exactly right. Amazing words from the Word of Wisdom from another, as I say, the bringer of salt and light. That's going to be your new title, Dr. Fred Graves. Your courses, books are called Word War and God Who. You can get an Amazon, get the paperback. The course is How to Win in Court Jurisdictionary. You can get the link directly at Nutramedical.com under Diagnostics and Therapeutics or a separate line down below it. It says Diagnostics and Therapeutics. If we aren't legally active and godly keepers of the way, that's what it is, the way, keepers of the way, we will not have a society that when we do get challenged with economic chaos, geoclimatic disaster, war, pestilence, or even a nuke or a power outage, we will not survive. We'll consume ourselves in violence. Thank you, Dr. Fred Graves. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's life support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's life support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.